Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday, the 12th of October. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off with the numbers today. Let's have the Dow Jones. We were up 66 points or 0.19%. 33,805. We had a high of 143 up and a low of 127 down. So not a huge range last night. The Nasdaq up 0.7 of a percent, 97 points, 13,660. With the S&P 500, as usual, in the middle for diddle, up 0.43%, 19 points to 43.77. Spy Futures just running out of a little bit of juice at the moment, up only 6 points or 0.08%. Yesterday, we did have a 48-point rise in the market. Once again, it was resources leading the way on hopes for Chinese stimulus. Now, we had the resource market up 0.9% yesterday. Banks pretty flat. And, of course, that big fall yesterday in Bank of Queensland on the back of their disappointing results. VIX index in the U.S. down 5.5%, back down to 16.09%. So it seems that there's not too many worries out there. Once again, back into complacent territory. However, of course, there's plenty going on. As far as stocks in Europe go, they were a bit mixed. Stock 600 up 0.15, FTSE down 0.1, Germany up 0.2. We also saw bonds under pressure again in terms of those yields. US 10 years, 4.56. Big, big moves that we've seen in those US bond markets as we have seen that flight to safety following the events in the Middle East. Uh, And the two-year, 4.986, which was up 3.1 basis points, but the 10-year down 8.7 basis points. Aussie 10-year back down to 4.354. And, of course, there is growing feelings, perhaps, that the bond markets are doing the work of the Fed for them in tightening conditions and slowing consumer spending and fighting inflation. Last night, the big event, I guess, was the Federal Reserve minutes from their September meeting. And that uh, did point to the fact that uh, some of the members differed on whether any additional interest rate increases would be needed. Though the balance indicated that one more hike hike, rather, would be likely. Conflicting opinions. Uh, Policymakers saying that they are seeing elevated rates in order to get inflation back down to 2%. The document noted that all members of the rate-setting FOMC committee agreed they could proceed carefully on future decisions. However, on the flip side of that was data out yesterday on the producer price index, which measures the cost of finished goods that producers pay. That increased 0.5% for the month. The market was going for 0.7%, excluding food and energy. Well, who needs those? The core PPI was up 0.3 versus a forecast for 0.2. If you exclude food, energy and trade services, the index rose only 0.2 in line with the estimates. So keep excluding things that are pretty necessary and at some stage you will get to the answer you require. All right, looking at the stocks last night in the US, NVIDIA up 2.2%, AMD down 0.6%, Netflix down 2%, Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, up one9 Tesla down 0.2, 
Amazon up 1.8. It is prime Amazon days at the moment. Something that's helping the share price. Alphabetty Spaghetti up 1.8%. Microsoft up 1.2%. Looking at US banks, a little bit of a mixed picture there. Most down. Bank of America unchanged and Citigroup up 0.2%. But the rest of them easing ahead of results. The banks do kick off the results before others. We did see also... um, some interest last night in ResMed, which was down 4% last night. Not a good result for ResMed. Uh, a lot of focus on the trials of uh, Zempec and various other products or drug products in that basket uh, being very beneficial for kidney disease. And a lot of medtech device companies in the US uh, were hit quite hard. Once again, this is Zempic. And uh, the similar GLP-1 drugs very much in focus at the moment. Uh, That is uh, the solution apparently to all our health problems. Certainly the drug companies that are making those drugs are doing extraordinarily well at the moment. The other story around last night in the US was Birkenstock. Uh, Surprisingly really, I'm not surprised to be honest, uh, the stock fell 11% on its debut in the US. Uh, so uh, it came on as an IPO. I always thought Birkenstock were pretty daggy, to be honest. Very comfy, but pretty daggy. And uh, the stock suffering after their initial public offering down 11%. That's around an $8.3 billion US valuation for Birkenstock. Looking at commodities last night, well, the oil price continues to slip back after that spike on events in the Middle East. Nothing significant really happened last night in terms of um, strategic moves there but we had Brent crude down a dollar 49 1.7% 86.10 WTI down $2.20 or 2.55% 83.65 the other big news last night was that um, we are seeing quite a big merger or rather an acquisition I suspect is probably a better term, with ExxonMobil agreeing to buy Pioneer Resources, both Permian Basin um, shale producers, uh, amongst other things. Uh, That's a $60 billion US deal, uh, one of the biggest deals this year. So uh, that was of interest there. Uh, ExxonMobil falling 3.6% on the news. Gold, slightly better again, up 0.7%, 13.70, 1873.8. We didn't have a particularly bullish day yesterday in the gold miners, uh, but uh, the Aussie gold price barely changed. But a $13 rise today may prove the gold's a little bit more in demand. Platinum up 0.85%, and silver doing well, up 1%. Meanwhile, in LME prices, copper again down 02 nickel down 1.5%. Aluminium down 0.1, zinc up 0.1, lead down 0.2, tonne up 0.8, iron ore creeping a smidge higher, up 0.8 of a percent, Dalian iron ore futures up 0.4, uranium was the biggest loser last night, you must leave the big brother house, Uh, down 5.15% on the spot market anyway, but uranium is not a bit like lithium, not the easiest of commodities to price. Uh, Most of the trade is done on long-term contracts rather than the spot market. But still, a 5% fall in uranium will send the bulls in the uranium stocks, which had a good day yesterday, uh, back to the drawing board. In resource stocks overseas, BHP up 0.6%, Rio up 0.7%. We had Newmont up 1.7%. That Newcrest-Newmont deal 
very close to the end game at the moment. Glencore up uh, was rather down 1.1%. Freeport down 0.4%. Vale up 0.9%. Albemarle up 1.7%. Uh, Livent down 0.4%. Sigma down 4.8% there. So, our SPY futures, six points for the ASX SPY futures, six points only. And, uh, of course, there'll be lots of downgrades coming today for Bank of Queensland. Just running through some of the news out this morning. Uh, Newmont shareholders vote to approve the acquisition of Newcrest. More than 96% of the vote cast on the proposal for the issuance of Newmont common stock uh, were voted in favour. Uh, we've had an update on trading from Tabcorp Holdings. Q1 trading update group, group revenue uh, down 6.1%. Wagering turnover uh, down 0.9% year on year. Uh, gaming services revenue down 12.7% uh, year on year. We've also seen uh, Beach Energy Chairman Glenn Davis to, to retire at the commencement of the 2023 AGM on the 14th of November. We have seen Pack Group update their outlook in their annual report. We do have a few AGMs today, and of course we're heading into AGM season. Talga Group follows, completes follow-up exploration activities at Aero Lithium Project, and it will commence its maiden drilling campaign in late fourth quarter 23 or early first quarter 24. Talking uranium, Boss Energy downgrade to sell from a hold at Shore and Partners. Target, though, has been increased to $3.60 from $3.40. Uh, we have also seen news today uh, that uh, the Multeria's Souffle proposed acquisition of United Malt Group, UMG, has received FIRB approval, another step closer to that deal being consummated. Glass Lewis has recommended shareholders vote in favour of the Whitehaven Coal Resolutions on board members and executive pay. In other news, Bank of Queensland downgraded to neutral from overweight at Jardins. Target price cut to $5.50 from $6.20. Uh, it has also been downgraded to underweight from neutral at Baron Joey. Target price cut to 5 bucks from $5.50. And we have seen Breville Group upgraded to a buy from neutral at Goldman Sachs. Target increased to $24.50 from $23.50. Webjet upgraded to buy from neutral at Goldman Sachs. According to the Australian Financial Review this morning, the due diligence that Albemarle had exclusivity for the Liontown bid is due to expire today. Gina Reinhardt and Hancock have moved to 19.9% of Liontown, further complicating matters, certainly more than enough to block the deal. So the move is over to you, Albemarle, in terms of what you do. Of course, plenty of options there, including walking away or doing some sort of deal with Gina to get her approval of the deal, whether they up the price slightly or whether they uh, include her in any ongoing discussions about the future of Kathleen Valley. Domino's Pizza upgraded to buy from Neutral at City. Target increased to 58.60 from 57.95. Baby Bunting downgraded to Neutral from Buy at City. Target cut to two bucks from $2.20. Platinum Asset Management, they had a scathing report from Bell Potter suggesting it was worthless. Uh, target price cut to 84 cents from $1.45. That is well and truly a sell recommendation there. 
we had City upgrading upgrading Bank of Queensland to neutral from a sell. Well, having sold it, why would it be neutral? You certainly shouldn't be holding it. Uh, target increased to $5.20 from 5 bucks. Blue Scope Steel downgraded to underweight from overweight at Morgan Stanley. Target cut to 18 bucks from $24. Could be a much quieter day today. We do get this US September consumer price index out this evening. So that will be the biggie uh, in terms of the US market. We've got Orison Beacon Lighting, Brambles all hosting AGMs on uh, the market today. So that is going to be uh, of interest. Then we did have CSL and CBA yesterday. Not much from either of them to be earth-shattering in terms of CSL. And the company's still trying to persuade investors and shareholders that it is a growth company and it is never going to be an income stock. Uh, Still trying to stress that growth that the company has got. Uh, CBA, not much to report really from the AGM there yesterday either. We do have US banking kicking off the results season in the US very shortly and there are certainly some uh, interest in the amount of write-downs that the US banks have to do on bad loans as uh, pressure from interest rates does start to bite. Well that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day and as always may the trading gods be with you.